0: Welcome to the
2: show. It's Thursday. You know that means this is the date day edition of the Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas, and this is a program dedicated to taking your phone calls, answering your questions, questions about the Bible, questions about stuff going on in your life. And when Paul is here, you can ask questions about anything. All you need to do is to provide the phone call, area code 210-340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com, or you can use our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. And if you are driving in your car, don't forget the safest way to call is is use the free KSLR mobile app. Just hit the call now banner at the top of the screen, and you'll be connected directly to our studio producer. Welcome to the show again. Thank you. Been hanging out with you today.
3: It's been a good day, and I love this weather. Even, excuse me, even though I, when I came out of the house just now to come over here, it's humid. I That's don't good. Mind. Yeah, but I mean, Old it's people like, like humid. sultry humid. It just hit me really hard. But, yeah, I like the weather. Um, you somebody, look beautiful. Thanks. Somebody said, oh, Spencer at the restaurant. He goes, isn't this much better weather? I said, oh, yeah, it's good. He goes, this makes for a better day, right? I said, yeah. He says, but it's not too hot. I said, we actually like the summer. He goes, oh. I said, like 90, 95 is right in mine and Ron's wheelhouse. So he was like, well, today is good. <laughs> not quite 90. Um, but, yeah, I was thinking yesterday. I was really excited and tuned in to hear the kids, and they did a good job. My, my, they all did well. But I was thinking today about Sam Mendes because she said she's been practicing like real life scenarios. I'm thinking that's a really good idea. So what ifs are the what ifs, and so she would be well prepared. And we have a we have a couple in our church who've been with us for a long time that they did that raising their kids. And, you know, of course, their kids said, no way, Mom, no, that's not going to happen, Dad, and sure enough. And so to hear uh, a young woman, Sam, you know, say, uh, I've been practicing real-life scenarios, I was thinking, I need to start doing that, too. So, <laughs> you know, you don't get caught off guard. But it was just a really, really, really good, good show.
2: Yeah, they're such great kids. And by the way, we're less than two hours away from graduation, so... Um, I, I told the kids yesterday, Paula, that that you your your time of being a kid's over. You're yep. an adult. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. When when the when the graduation ceremony, when you walk <laughs> off the stage, you're now an adult. Mm-hmm. Don't come to me wanting to know what youth ministry is doing. You're in the big church. Can we have
3: a college and career yeah. group? No, go to church. It's good. Hey, well,
2: just not to throw you off here, but nope, we also right. got some pictures of one of our granddaughters who graduated last night mm-hmm. in Palm Desert, California mm-hmm. and we have another granddaughter graduating oh, next June week 2nd. June 2nd mm-hmm. in San Diego, yeah. California. Yeah. And so uh, we're, we're watching old we're no watching better. our life just fly before us. <laughs> Every
3: time where we turn around if somebody else is graduating.
2: Yeah. yeah. This this granddaughter the one that graduated uh, last night we got the picture. She's just really spooky. She's just the sweetest girl ever. And she's she's a, 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 a very good soccer player, full-ride scholarship to college to play soccer. But for us, it's weird because she looks exactly like our son. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly like mm-hmm. our son. And uh, every time we see her, it's like, my goodness, what are we going to do? But uh, she's getting ready to go to Minnesota to go to college. And uh, having been... Born and raised, not born but raised in in um, uh, the desert in Southern California, where it's like 120 degrees. Yeah. Um, you know, I, what a change! But she's going for it. She looked just beautiful. Yeah. But she looked just like my son. Yeah. If we had a girl, that's what it what would it be. What
3: What What he'd look like? Yep, for sure. And yeah. she's got that same kind of temperament as him. His, her looks, you know, her facial expressions and. Kind of a little on the smart-alecky side, like, like her dad. There's a chip you know? on that shoulder, mm-hmm. for sure. So, yeah, but she's just gorgeous, fit, and, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's fun, been fun. It's hard to children. believe
2: you have grandchildren that old. And that's not the, <laughs> that's
3: not our oldest one. No. Ari, <laughs> 20 already. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Anyway. So, so Paul,
2: what are your thoughts? The program yesterday with the kids? Um, obviously, we've known them their whole lives. Most of them, not all of them, but we've known most of them their whole lives. Uh, what What do you think about it at the time you're like this?
3: How fast it went.
2: Yeah, for sure.
3: You know, um, these kids used to run in here, Papa Ron, Papa Ron. You know, can we have some candy, candy? And and then as they grew up, some of them would come in here to pray. You know, and bring their other friends. You know, our pastor gives us candy. You know, <laughs> so they bring their I, parents.
2: I, I bribe them. They, they, they all have signed contracts. <laughs> you know, they got to take care of us in the nursing home. Mm-hmm. So when when you know we we're, we're there, they they got to take care of us. So yeah. I've I've enslaved them.
3: Yeah, I, I appreciate the offer, the effort on your part, Pastor Ron, and these kids. I've been telling them for years, look, Pastor Ron would not even have the candy to give to you. If, you know, because he can't drive to the store. So he wouldn't even have the candy to give to you if, if Mama Paula didn't go to the store and buy it. And they're like, whatever. Hey, Papa Ron, how you doing? So in the nursing home, they're coming to see you. So let's just get that straight. Where's that girl? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but one time, one of them, and I don't even want to mention their name because I can't remember it now because I'm too old. But one of them said about you, is that, to me, is that your dad? <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. <laughs> hey, Dad, can I have some candy? <laughs> Give me the keys to the car, please. But, yeah, no. But that they It went so fast. And just their desire, they love being here. For the most part, they love being here. Like Ashley was saying, they spent most of their waking hours here, you know. Well, she could sleep anywhere, so yeah. the, she was like, talking she, about how she slept in some classes after she would get her work done. She could just fall asleep under the table.
2: And she's straight-A student, so she's not yeah. not slacking. Yeah,
3: no, the whole time, straight she,
2: a. she told me when she was a little girl, she said, Grandpa, I'm a professional sleeper. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's improved since then.
3: So. <laughs> she has proven herself to be faithful as far as just, you know, to hear her talk about the worship time. You know, because, you know, used to watch, we used to watch her and you would elbow me because you were watching her face. And you would say, she's getting ready to have a, a solo part because you could tell her hmm? the color in her face would kind of go away. And you would tell me, she must be getting ready to have a solo, and I would start praying the Lord to help her to, you know, do it without passing out or throwing up or so whatever. She so shy and mm-hmm. so
2: nervous, and she has just, I don't know, three years ago, came out of that shell, yeah. and she just did it. She, you know, we always say, you tell the ladies, uh, you might be afraid, but do it afraid.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And she did it afraid. Yeah. And... Uh, She has just grown into a beautiful, beautiful worship leader. She is so involved with the worship at the academy, uh, but she's also involved with worship here. She participates uh, quite often Mm -hmm. um, 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 on stage here, and uh, it's just been wonderful to watch her um, walk into that role and and see her empowered by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she was scared.
3: Yeah, she was scared. It was it was a good time, and you're a good host, so you make them sort of comfortable, and then on purpose, sort of not comfortable, because you you would call them out, and they'd be like, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, you know. So, I I get that too, but they were it was really good. And uh, David Devich, that's the most I ever heard him talk. <laughs> and we've known him since he kindergarten. He started kindergarten here. That's the most I've heard him talk this whole time, and I think it's because of this class. That he's been with, they are family. Yeah, they really are. And yeah.
2: You know, Paula David, I call him dad because David, David Anthony Divich. Uh-huh. So, so I've been calling him dad since he was born.
3: Yeah.
2: And, and um, you know, DNA is a wonderful thing. Um, he just knows computers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's smart, but I mean, it's a, it's a pl- practical smart. Um, he's, he's never thought about, well, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to get this degree and I'm going to do, he, no, I'm going to work with my family and, mm-hmm. and, and they do really, really well. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's what a, what a wonderful family, you know, part of what we do that is so rewarding Paula is, uh, I remember like it was yesterday, the day that that family walked into this church, it's been 20 years mm-hmm. and, and they walked in this church, their lives an absolute mess. Um, they weren't married. Mm-hmm. Um, they're separating, mm-hmm. uh, ready to kill each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that time, they had uh, just uh, two. One, two babies. Yeah, two. And um, the, the little kids wanted. To, they brought them to church, and the kids loved it. And they came back after the church and said, "We want to come back." Bring us. Well, we're probably not going to come back here. Mm-hmm. And and uh, they put so much pressure on them. The kids did. That they came back for a second Sunday, mm-hmm. and that's when they got saved. Yeah, and they have been faithfully serving ever since. Mm-hmm. And and to see the the way their lives have changed. And David, of course, was a surprise baby for mm-hmm. him. And and uh, you know,
3: can't imagine life without him. Oh, cannot imagine life without Tracy.
2: Him. The father has mm-hmm. been our systems guy forever. <laughs> Um, j- just because he can, I mean, he just mm-hmm. can do stuff yeah. and it's, it's DNA down <laughs> to his kids, both of them, Marshall and, and, uh, David. David. Uh-huh. So it's just one of those kind of things. Yeah. Um, I-, I was looking at Nia, um, la- yesterday, uh, in the program, just watching her, and she's just become so personal. You know, part of her family's really shy, mm-hmm. and they keep to themselves. Mm-hmm. Nia's just sort of out there in mm-hmm. just such a delightful way. Mm-hmm. And she's so smart and so pretty, and uh, she's going to SMU. And I'm just thinking, well, we got to send a chaperone with her. I, we can't let her go to SMU. <laughs> Somebody needs yeah. to go over there. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with us, you know? <laughs> but it's just it's Samantha just an, mendes Mendez. Um, I remember when that family came. Mm. and
3: yeah. You know, Her dad was the crazy one. The he mom, still is. Yeah, he still is, but he's crazy. And the was, mom is like the greatest, nicest mom mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. She's the smart one in that family. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, I always say, hey, cute girl. Because yeah, she's still so young looking. They got mm-hmm. five, five. I always say, you got 27 kids. <laughs> but uh, just a great, great family. She was the one that said, no, this is really where we need to go. Because they came from kind of a wild wild church and a little out of control, you know, but they heard the word and just settled in. And you know how much we love you, especially if the dad is listening. So grateful that you you are a part of this body.
2: I made mean, Samantha make me a promise that what? she's going to play drums on stage. Oh, that's right. I heard So she says, yes. And I said, and, and she goes, and I keep my promises <laughs> so <laughs>
3: It's really kind of neat. I think other than Nia, pretty much the rest of them are going to still be around here. So we'll be able to see them all the time.
2: Yeah, we have a whole bunch of them. I don't know what's happened, but Calvary Chapel Christian Academy has turned into sort of a funnel for TLU. Mm -hmm. And the kids that are going there, we've had uh, a bunch go already. And um, and now a whole new group of them Mm going. It's it's just so wonderful to watch them grow up. We've seen uh, uh, Taj, uh, who was with us yesterday um uh, we've known his family so long we were there i was taller than taj
3: yeah for sure because we were there the day he was born at the hospital mm-hmm. you were taller than he was that day <laughs> 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 we both were taller than taj at one time but it's, i don't remember when he, he It's probably third grade when he was taller than us but yeah we were there the day he was born Independence Day.
2: But they're yeah. just great kids. Yeah. Uh, Jesse and Kiana and uh, TikTok. <laughs> I said, You don't mind if I call you TikTok on here? Because I, I, I nicknames. He, he, he made a TikTok of me, and I'm mm-hmm. not on social media. Mm-hmm. So he made a TikTok of me. And, and I said, So did it go viral? And he said, I just think you're at the school. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but we, get to, we get to meet and interact with all of these kids. And uh, it's just, that's an irreplaceable life experience.
3: Yeah. You know, listening to Kaylee, too, um, this class, this school, um, this church, her mom is a hero. You know, no, you're going to come to church. And this is for all the other parents out there who give their kids a choice. No, no, you live at my house. I love you. I want the best for you. Uh, Jesus has mandated me to train up a child in the way she should go in this case. And we're going to be going to church. So on Saturday, you need to get your clothes ready because we're going whether you're in your pajamas or not. So, you know, and, and the daughter is very respectful. She would come, but she didn't want to be at church. And so she would sit in the hallway sometime and just read a book. She was listening. And you could, she said that yesterday um but for parents to say oh oh want to cram religion down this is not a religion this is a relationship with a living breathing god and that's what she found out by being here he's really real and listening to the to the teaching that makes sense mm-hmm. and so parents um be the parent
2: yeah, you know, Paul. I think the thing that uh, uh, impacted Kaylee uh, perhaps more than than anything else is the love that her classmates poured out on her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was intentionally trying to be difficult. Yeah, and she um, said she
3: didn't like Christians.
2: Yeah, didn't didn't want to be around them. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to come to school. That was a, a big battle between yeah. her and mom. But mom stayed the course, and and the love of these uh, classmates. Uh, I mean, she never had friends like that before. And the love of these classmates, mm-hmm. uh, just wonder over. I'm I'm really anxious to to hear what she has to say. Not so much tonight. Tonight, all the all the graduates get to speak, but but only for a couple of minutes because there's there's uh, too many Twelve of them. Twelve of them, yeah. And then uh, uh, tomorrow night, um, we give our Friday service over to them so they can share a little bit more of their hearts um, to the body that supports this ministry. Mm-hmm. One of the things that they're grateful for. Uh, and, and I'm sure they will mention this tomorrow night, is that um, the generosity of our body here at Calvary Chapel, without ever being asked to give money, without ever being told of how much the school costs, um, this body has supported this vision of ministry, free school, free doctor's office, mental house, and, and the other things that we do. Um, uh, and, and tomorrow they're going to see uh, what the return on their investment looks like, and it, it looks really, really good. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's so exciting because um, this is the first class where every one of these kids is a born-again Christian, <laughs> Kaylee being the last one who got saved. You know, amazing. Well, Listen to little Kiana. She said, truth be told, I, I you know, I might have been a Christian, but not really. That knowledgeable, or that really digging in, or that really caring to know. And yet, uh, the Lord has won her over as well. Just, uh, it's just, it, who are we? You know, before we left California, um, the Lord said, I want everything to be free. You know, he, we had to be reminded of that at one point because some people came along and said, Well, you should at least charge, you know, for registration and stuff like that, and it was like, oh, that makes sense. But then, no, 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 everything is free. Um, and so to have a, a school where kids can get a great education without the parents having to spend $1,000 or whatever a, a month, some of the schools, at least I think the cheapest around here is $600 a month per child, um, to be able to come to a free school, you know, that God would... Would say that, and that you would hear that, because I know the old Ron. Free, <laughs> no way. <laughs> hey, me. Yeah, um, you know they got problems, and I remember the old Ron would say, "Sounds like personal problem to me." I don't have anything to do with that, but that's not who God has made you. And so, to be a part of all this, watching it happen.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, Paulo, um it, it started with a, sort of a, a Nehemiah chapter 2 burden. Um, why are you sad? And, well, how can it not be sad? My people are in trouble. There's no walls. Uh, enemies can get them. And, and, and God put a burden on Nehemiah's heart. Well, I was a teacher's aide mm-hmm. in Bible college, and uh, I graded their papers, read them and graded their papers. And uh, I, I saw that they couldn't spell. They couldn't construct a sentence. Um, um, grammar was not even an afterthought. And I thought, these are high school graduates. And a lot of them actually graduated from Calvary Chapel Costa Mesa school. And, and I just thought, boy, this, there's something wrong with this. And the Lord just never would let that go. And, and he sort of just put a deposit in my heart. We're going to do something about that. But I had no idea. What mm-hmm. I mean, if, if he had told me, I would have said, "No, we're probably not going to go to Texas." <laughs> but but the idea was they had to um, to be able to communicate the gospel effectively, to be able to 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 um, uh, make a living, to communicate effectively in the world. Um, you know, reading and writing and and math and basic sciences and things that that's just got to be something that these kids can do, and. Um, when we got here, the um, Lord spoke really clearly in my heart. You're going to do a school. It's going to be free. And we started K through 6, and then we added a grade. Every year, our first year, we had 31 students. And um, uh, the, for the first four or five years, that school almost bankrupted his church, almost mm-hmm. closed his church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just God testing us. It's required. First Corinthians 4 two says that every man given a trust by God must prove faithful. We had to be proven. You know, we like to think that well, if God tells me to do it, then He's going to provide everything we need. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, God, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm scared, but I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Where's the billion dollars? Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> you know, we're we're here 24 years later, and that billion dollars hasn't shown up. Mm-hmm. So it's been a continuing test. And um, yesterday, when I was doing the show, uh, and I had the, the all the kids, 12 of them, in a semicircle. Um, Uh, All I could think about was this is Jesus paying us. This is Jesus saying, well done. Mm -hmm. And we think back of all of the graduates that we've had and those who are yet to come. Um, We have kids here, Paula, that would have been mercilessly bullied. uh, And they thrive. Uh, One of our kids who wouldn't have lasted a minute in a public school. Um, He's just home from college And he actually wants to come work for us in the summer. Mm -hmm. um, You know, while he's here, Mm -hmm. and and you know that that would never. You'd look at this kid a long time ago and just think he has no chance at all. And he's thriving. Happens to be super, super smart. Yeah, yeah, he's super smart. But but it's 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 just this is Jesus saying, "How's this for your reward?" And you know, we may never get money. That's not like a faith, Jesus. No, but but seriously, money's not the issue here. But that's our reward. And uh, to have been privileged to be called to do this is beyond anything that I ever imagined possible.
3: Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of kids that have left this school. In fact, another one of those who was proclaimed as our original genius is back from college, too. Why? Why do these kids graduate so quick? Seemed like four years went quick, right? (laughs) My goodness. Anyway, I told him the other day I said, when you get famous, you could be able to give everybody in this church a dollar. He laughed. Just a dollar? I was like, we're not greedy. We're just, yeah, he
2: just graduated uh, uh, summa cum laude at USC Film School.
3: My goodness.
2: I, I mean, just think that. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have, we have 100% college placement. Now, not all the kids choose to go to college. Some go in the military. Some uh, go into the work field. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, a free school that's kind of tacky. It's not accredited. can't be free and be accredited. <laughs> you know, well, my kids aren't going to be able to get in school if they go to your church. And, or to to your school mm-hmm. and uh, the, the the exact opposite is true. It's almost like God is in heaven saying, "Ha, take yeah. that."
3: Yeah, like when I said, "God, you're good, but you're not that good about saving, getting you saved," and that was the same kind of thing. Yeah. Just watch this. God is good. Okay, so do you want to stay on this, or we can make the announcement before anybody who might have to go before the break um, on Wednesday, next Wednesday? You and I are going to be sharing. The gracious hand of our God is upon us, was upon us, and is upon us. Um, that's our twenty eighth birthday as a church.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow,
3: twenty eight years already.
2: I was a young man when I got here. Look what these people have done to yeah, me Yeah, you Paula. say
3: that all the time, but it's <laughs> <laughs> it's been a great it's been a great time. Twenty eight years mm-hmm. already. Pablo, I'll
2: take your questions at the top of the uh, next half hour. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Word to Stand Up for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas, and we will be back in two minutes.
1: back to the Word to Stand On for Life. We're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Now, here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh.
2: Welcome back to the second half hour of the Date day edition of the Word to Stand On for Life. Um, we've got a called-in question from Pablo from San Antonio. Uh, Pablo says his son-in-law believes he doesn't have to go to church. He hasn't been saved. What should Pablo do? Pablo, tell them they're wrong. They need Jesus. They need to be saved and pray for him. Don't do anything else. You can't badger people into heaven. Um, The rest, the whole world believes that they don't have to go to church. Um, What you need to do is live your life in such a way that your light shines and they can see that there's something different about you. And you continue to pray for them, and then when their lives kind of fall apart, um, they'll they're going to know who to go to. Paula, you were saying talking about something Jesse said yesterday on the program. Share mm-hmm. that.
3: Mm-hmm. Jesse, a young lady who is in uh, dance. She she's said a said great dancer. Been, yeah, she's been dancing her whole life that she can recall. But she said there's just some people there that. They don't go to church. They don't. They don't love Jesus, and so she's realized she has to separate herself from them. Um, but then, some of the others who have uh, kind of fallen away from the Lord, you know, professing that they're saved but weren't acting like it. Um, they're the ones who call on her, and because they know that they can trust her. And so, Pablo, yeah, Pastor Ron's right. Don't don't badger them. You need to go to church. You know, there's a whole lot of people who do come to church, but they're still not living like they're saved either. And so we pray and we live our life um, in the light so that maybe one day they'll come to Christ.
2: And Pablo, he married your daughter, so you you might warn him that you are accountable before God. Whether you believe in him or not doesn't matter. You are accountable. You're going to stand before the Lord. And you're responsible to represent Jesus to her. And you're not doing it. And you need to have a healthy fear of God. Mm-hmm. But then just keep living your life and pray for them. There's really nothing we can do to force people to believe. You know, Paula, a lot of times people think that, well, I, I can do this or I can do that. Um, this is a move of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And all we can do is show them the way. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the direction. In, they put up a new sign in our parking lot here on the mm. on the driveway going out and the sign says one way the street that you pull turn out in is a one-way street mm-hmm. it's one way but the arrow is pointing right to the church here <laughs> <laughs> Pretty and, good. Yeah, and so i'm just you know that's that's the world doesn't want um one way the world wants multiple choice
3: yeah.
2: tests yeah. and um you know just you're going to stand before the lord uh, I'm going to be praying for you. But but remember, my daughter chose to marry you. And, Pablo, if your daughter's a professing Christian, then, you know, all kinds of issues come up with unequally yoked marriages and those kinds of things. So um, it's one of the things we have to, to really be aware of. Um, unequally oaked relationships are always filled with so much pain. Yeah,
3: yeah. But just keep praying. And the scripture that keeps coming to my mind is. Remember, such were some of you, because God was patient with us, and he will get every person um, to that place where they either call out to him for salvation or they ball their fist up at him in complete rejection. And so we don't want that for our, our family members, of course, so pray and set the example. And another thing is, for me, I remember trying to win people, um, I would, okay, they need me to help them. Um, so I'll give them money or I'll go get them or, you know, do whatever I can, being that good Christian to set the example. And and the Lord was like, that was all you. Yeah,
2: B- Bailing people out when God is using consequences to try to deal with them yep. is is not helpful. Yeah. And we parents do that. Well, what am I going to do? Where else is she going to go? Or mm-hmm. I'm the only hope he has. And. Yeah. And uh, our job is to point one way yep. to, to Jesus. Well, Paul, I see you've got some notes in your hand. we got 25 minutes, so what do you want to talk about?
3: So the other thing I want to make mention, uh, we won't be having our women's Bible study this next Monday, but on um, June 5th, we start our Sweet Summer Devotions. That has been an incredible ministry um, that that God called us to many, many years ago. Um, different ladies from the church will be sharing their testimony. Um, and uh, without fail, you will be able to relate to one or more of these ladies. You will look at them. You'll hear them talking, and you'll look at them like, no way. She went through the same thing or is going through the same thing that I went through or are going through. And look at the joy. Um Look what God has done. Again, the gracious hand of our God will be upon them. And some of these ladies, I I know a few of the stories, um, they've gone through terror. And uh, they stand firm in the Lord. And it's one of those things where no matter what happens to me, Lord, all I want to do is bring you glory. If this is what it takes, bring the rain. And some of them have lived that life. And um, not all, you know, some like Lauren Blanton. She was raised in a, a good, fun Christian home. Um, so Lauren's sharing this year? Nope, Lauren shared last oh, year. Oh, okay. Um, I thought so, yeah. Mm-hmm. She shared last year. Uh, and yet she straightened me out to tell me, you know, her. she didn't have perfect parents. She just had parents that made sure they knew about, about Jesus. And then the kids were... Having to make their own choice as well, so anyway, but sweet what's, what's the
2: age range of the ladies that are sharing this year?
3: I really believe that I am the oldest one, but there's some that are just you know maybe 20, 20 and up, yeah. But I think I'm the oldest one, <laughs> um, yeah.
2: So, That's a no-brainer.
3: Yeah, well, it doesn't always <laughs> happen that way, but this year I really do believe I'm the oldest one. And so I'm going first. Every once in a while I'll be last, but I'm going first this year because um, maybe hopefully I'll still be alive, not too old. <laughs> 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 and then um, then one of the younger, well, Nicole will be second. And then, of course, because I don't want to miss. and. You know I'm kind of selfish this way. We'll be on vacation, so for so June fifth and June twelfth we'll have them, and then the next two, so twelve, nineteen, and twenty six will be off again, and then the fourth of July one will be off, and then we'll come back. I think it's the tenth of July, and we'll you'll have five or six more before school starts. But yeah, every year, and this one I'm loving this thing is Genesis sixteen thirteen. God sees me the god who sees me and from um, hagar yeah you know, and- well the
2: stories i know of, of the women who are sharing um the, the realization that god sees me um came late but it came in with power
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it's really a neat thing mm-hmm. you know the apostle paul gives his testimony three separate times in the book of acts and certainly that wasn't the only time that paul gave his testimony but but the idea is it was characteristic of his preaching, and this is what God did for me, and 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 how it all occurred. And there's such power in our testimonies, and you know we 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 kind of back off from sharing it because, uh, one, we don't want to make it all about us, and but but the only thing we're really truly an expert on is what God has done in our lives, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why Sweet Summer Devotions. Has been so successful and just so spiritually successful. Uh, the fruit that it's born, uh, it's because there are women who are listening who have no hope. They think.
3: Sometimes they is- They're the only ones who's going through anything like that. Yes. And then they're blown away when they hear. And nobody understands yeah. what I'm going through. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. and
2: then they hear somebody who appears to them mm-hmm. on the surface of it all together. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a real godly woman. Mm-hmm. And then they hear what they've had to overcome. Yeah. And um the effect has been just wonderfully wonderfully fruitful yeah. for mm-hmm. a lot of years now.
3: Yeah. yeah. It has um united our women in this body unlike anything else you know our well, women's prayer has done the same thing as far as uniting the women but these sweet summer devotions have really done that and uh, other people because they're live streamed and are archived and, you know saved forever uh several years ago a family member who just refused to listen listen to their family member's testimony finally did and found out about you know we say that saying people are the way they are for a reason um and she got calls i'm so sorry i didn't realize you know um and so yeah the lord just continues to to use those testimonies over and over again and it's just been a a really sweet thing and then and then other people who listen have heavenly members who would never maybe even Uh, tune in to hear that they get to just forward it to their family members and say listen to this this sounds a lot like what you have been living and listen to who can help you without that the family member themselves having to say anything like for Pablo you know maybe some one of these ladies will have a testimony um yeah I have a husband who won't take me to church. And
2: clearly not everybody listening to this program comes to Calvary Chapel. But, oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, you can watch those on Monday nights, Uh If you can get here, it's always better because there's as much ministry, if not more, ministry that goes on after the, the testimony is shared mm-hmm. uh, because we go offline mm-hmm. so that we can keep some things private. Yeah. We go offline, and the ladies then engage with the questions that they have. Um, how did you survive this? What happened when your kid did this? Or, um, you know, um, it, it, it's it's just a, a great, great time it of is. ministry that happens after the teaching. But uh, you can watch it at CalvaryEssay.com. dot com. Remember, June fifth, Paula will be kicking it off, and I don't think yours is a testimony. Everybody's heard your testimony. For but the most part. For the most part, it's mm-hmm. just an exhortation. Yeah, I think. mine
3: is more uh, just really focused on Hagar. The what, you know, you kind of, Hagar was a slave. She's just in this situation, whether voluntary or involuntary, it doesn't seem fair, and yet God.
2: And when the God who sees her saw her, yeah, he said, go back.
3: Yeah. You didn't go back. Uh-huh. That's not
2: fair. Yeah. You should be on my side. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Act seventeen twenty six because yeah. um, those things that happen in our life, like in my testimony, if I would have had a great upbringing, if I would have had a great marriage, maybe I would have never turned to the Lord. But the Lord knows exactly where to put me, whose family I'm in, because He He can see the parade from the beginning, the middle, and the end. All those things that had to happen. For me to say, where's the love? You know, kind of a thing. So I'm telling my testimony right here. (laughs) (laughs) And the Lord says, I love you, always have, always will. I've been watching you since before you were even born. I knew about all of this. Um, Didn't cause it, I just knew what was going to happen. Same thing with Hagar. And, you know, so I'll be able to say, you might have had some unfair things in your life, but when she went back, she wasn't going back alone.
2: Yeah, well, Paula, for our radio audience, uh, just, just briefly. I don't want you to give away too much. Okay. But, but for our radio audience who won't be here on Wednesday night, and they should be. Yeah, but they won't. <laughs> and, and uh, it's our 20th birthday as a church. Um, and we're gonna we we're in the book of Ezra, and and the theme of the book of Ezra, the gracious hand of my God was upon me,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and all the things that God did, and He's looking back at all these things and and seeing the hand of God move in His life. Um, just share a couple of things. Briefly, not not too many details. A couple of things that that you think you're going to share.
3: Well, I've been writing the list, and I just I left my other list at home because this isn't that show. I know, but I But, but, but the
2: but the radio audience won't be here Wednesday.
3: I'm telling you, they should be. Or <laughs> 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 well, tune in to CalvarySA.com and and watch. But uh, I was just thinking, you know, we we get here to San Antonio, and we're in a hotel, and the money's running out. Yeah, and so you go out one day, and, uh, well, let me go back. You're standing on the balcony of where we were staying, out in the back of this hotel, because the lady did let us come with our dog, and uh, she felt sorry for us. That was the gracious hand of our (laughs) God there, too, because we were going around in these crazy circles. Where are we going to stay, you know? And then to find out it's costing $100 a day to be in this hotel room, and that's not including food, (laughs) you know, But that now we can look from this place where we are and look back and see the balcony where we stood, that God knew right where we were going to be. You're out walking um, one day, and we have to have an apartment because, you know, you can't stay. Money's running out. (laughs) Money's running out, yeah. And you just happen to turn right, turn left, you know, that kind of a thing that God was directing you to, this apartment complex, and they... They said, well, we'll take a chance on you, you know, and let us move in. Here's me God is good. God is good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I thought, I thought, you know, we have enough money. I'll pay a month of rent and a security deposit. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll let me, I, I'm going to start a church. But but to them, I didn't have a job. Yeah.
3: They and said, so where's you, your church?
2: If you don't have a job, uh. I said, well, we just got here. <laughs> and um, and they just said, absolutely not. We can't do it. I said, well, we, we need to do something. hmm. And I just asked her to pray about it. And she wasn't a Christian. Mm-hmm. And um, um, they called us the next day and said, we'll give you a chance. So we got to, we got to, to get out of the hotel yeah. and move into an apartment mm-hmm. and... Um,
3: the only furniture we had was a microwave oven. But a girl that went to the Bible College at the same time as you had family here in San Antonio. And she told them that she would contact them and let them know that we were in town. And once we got settled, you know, they, you know, give them their address, give a, give them our address, and they'll come visit with us. Well, <laughs> they lived on the way on the other side of town, but when they showed up with that truck, they had couches and dishes, lamps, and just they filled up the apartment.
2: Bed for us?
3: Yeah. Amazing, so the gracious hand of our God was upon us because we couldn't afford to buy anything um, when well, we can fast forward now, and so you know that first we talked about this a little bit yesterday at lunch with pastor will our our first worship leader
2: <laughs> that 's when I thought the gracious hand of our God was not upon us,
3: <laughs> yeah, my hand was upon you. Make that stop, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, but he sent Troy, he sent Pastor Troy, who knew three chords. And the three chords that he knew, he had to watch his fingers on the guitar and the fret to make sure he hit them. But, but we, he, the Lord developed a worship leader, he developed Troy into a worship leader. Okay, I'm not going to talk about these on now on the thing, but um, we needed a doctor. And he sent Dr. Violetta. And, you know, um, she was an arthritis specialist, which we both have, though we had to drive far away to go to her.
2: She was in Pleasanton. Uh
3: huh. Um, only God knew that she was going to be um, asked to go after she got married, the, the quietest uh, pre marriage counseling you ever did. <laughs>
2: Honestly, the most difficult ever.
3: Neither one of them talked. Yeah. Neither one of them. She was amazingly professional as a doctor in her office, but she just, they didn't talk here, you know. Thank you very much. God bless you, and that kind of stuff, but. That I don't was think
2: they said anything to each other after I do. <laughs> <laughs> They're just that quiet.
3: Yeah. But anyway, Dr. Violetta is the one who, uh, when she. After she they got married and they had their child, she wanted to spend more time with her family, and a lot less time, you know, her own her own uh, office. She would have a, patients during the day and then paperwork at night. It was taking her whole life, so she got offered a a job, more money, less time, um, and so she said,
2: at a hospital in Abilene, um,
3: and she's the one who gave everything to furnish Multimedical.
2: Yeah, you know, when we were about um, two weeks away from opening at Multimedical, and they've been open now for 10 years, mm-hmm. so um, we're about two weeks away. We didn't have anything that the doctor's office needed. Mm-hmm. And she came into my office on a Sunday and she said, um, uh, let me know if you need anything for the doctor's office. I said, well, what do you mean if if we need we need everything? And she said, "Well, well, have Doctor Peter call me, and he can come down and look around, and we see what we have for him." Mm-hmm. And when he got down to her office, she was in Pleasanton. Her office was, her practice, and um, um, she said, "Just look around. If you if you see anything that you need, let me know." And he said, "Well, well, what do you mean?" And she goes, "Anything, and everything that you need that I have, is yours." And that day, and the next day, with some help and some trucks, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure it was the equivalent of a hundred thousand dollars worth of expense. Crazy. And and we walked all that stuff right into the door at Malta Medical, and our our doctor's office was fully mm-hmm. functional yeah. at that point.
3: I mean, even the that tissue paper rolls that come over the. The tables, slab-looking the table. things. Yeah. yeah, you know those things that you put on the wall that you, you check in your ear and take your, your, you know, your heart. I don't even know what these things are called. Band aids, gauze, <coughs> <laughs> the, the 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 ice cream sticks you put on your tongue to check. Depressors. Yeah, depressors. <laughs> All those. Everything. See,
2: you always trip me up when you get this technical. When I get technical, yeah. Yeah. I, you tell the people it's hot when you get technical. <laughs>
3: You tell these people, Paula's here, and she looks smart today. She's going to answer all your questions. Yeah, that thing that you put on your tongue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but everything that the doctor's office needs yeah. um, that we couldn't have purchased. Yeah. And it was just God showing up at just the right time. And I remember when Peter showed me all the stuff that she gave, I, I remember very conscientiously thinking that, that boy, this is the, the hand of God. Because this is something we couldn't possibly have done. We opened the door uh, a, a week later and, um, you know, 40,000 patients have come through those doors yeah. in the last 10 years. It's just an amazing
3: <laughs> I just, thing. I mean, we're, if you guys could see us, we're sitting here, you know, you get that, those pensive looks on our face and we're shaking our heads like unbelievable, right? Right? Yeah. Who are we? Who are we? You know, we want to help um, women, young women who've been in trouble. And
2: Somebody gives us a house.
3: Somebody gives us a house.
2: So Manor House is born. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't think of that. Just, no way. Oh, we, we'd love
3: to be able to help you.
2: Mm-hmm. Somebody gave us a house. Yeah. Which is now Manor House. Yeah.
3: Amazing and, and then the, the body has always just stepped up and... It's just a generous body. Not, I'm not. I'm not even talking money, but time and talent. Man, house was a mess. A messy house. It was a great gift, but it needed a lot of fixing up. And man, that place looks nice.
2: <laughs> so Wednesday night, um, Paul and I will be sharing. <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, those times when, uh, and, and of course we can't share all of them. We, no. we won't even scratch the surface. Yeah.
3: Things are just coming to my mind yeah. as we're talking now. Yeah. Like, remember that one? Remember this one?
2: Yeah. yeah. But that's the way it is. Well, Paula, let's kind of detour and get ready to close. We're inside two minutes now. Our, our seniors are graduating at six o'clock this evening. Yeah. Um, we would ask just personal favor if you would keep uh, those 12 graduating seniors in your prayers Uh, We would appreciate it. Those of you who are in the audience would like to see the ceremony. It's going to be live streamed uh, at CalvarySA.com, And, um, you know, we just are so grateful that God has entrusted these kids to us. Uh, And let me say one other thing, Paula. The staff that he's blessed us with. Oh, my goodness. It's just just been unbelievable. They're all from our church. Uh, We've never had to go outside to hire anybody. And the work that they've done and the quality of work that they've done with these kids mm-hmm. is uh, exceptional, absolutely yeah. exceptional. Yeah. We are so blessed. Yeah. Yeah. You have about a minute. What do you want to say?
3: Well, that's what I was going to say, too. I'll, I'll talk about some of those staff members, you know, um, next Wednesday. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I am blessed beyond measure um, when I was asking the Lord, just give me a man that will take me to church. Lord, that's all. Just save them because I want to go to church.
2: With my husband.
3: With my husband, yeah. yeah. And he said, well, I got a lot more for you than just
2: that. Be careful what you ask for. Uh,
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. no. Uh, Give me all. I don't want to miss a thing, Lord. Hey, thank
2: you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Date Day edition of The Word to Stand on for Life. What a joy. What a joy. I'll be back, Lord willing, tomorrow at 4 Mm o'clock on AM 630 The Word. We'll see you then.
3: Bye-bye.
1: Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapels, The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio.